0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Our boss brought up this thing again where he wants a specialized Brian Jones college football segment on the program. He wants, what? yeah, he wants a specific, he said in his, in his words, a cute name for it. Cute named <laughs> Brian Jones college football segment. So. You know, we we do Jones on the phones. We do that for you getting inside information when you put your reporter hat on. We do that. So it can't be Jones on the phones. But I figured we'd elicit the opinions of our great audience on Uh-oh. Twitter and and figure out exactly what this could be. Because last year he asked us about it, and I was like, we we talk about stuff like we talk about stuff. Like Thank I, you. I, I was like, yeah. I don't even... And I'm not saying we're going to do this 100%, but we'll at least give it a shot. So, I'm like, do we need to have a special little quirky, stupid, cute segment like everybody else does? It's not what we yeah. do. Bob no. Jones. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the way I felt about it. And then it went away. and didn't say anything about it. And they brought it up again this year. He's like, we really need to do it. You didn't do it last year. You really need to do the special, cute Brian Jones college football yeah. segment. So, like, you know, part of me is like, well, I mean, what am I? Just like an operator here? What am I, just plugging in the things? Like, I'm just going to sit here and this listener says this, and I, I kind of got a little bit offended by it, to be honest. But I'm like, all right, you know, we'll give this a shot. We'll give it a shot. We'll we'll, we'll try to figure it out what the, the cute Brian Jones football segment is. So, Mikey B's going to tweet out the question at Geo and Jones on Twitter, and if, if you can think of something – Um, you know, put it out there and we'll, and we'll see if we can, we can work on that. You know, I'm, I'm thinking like, Hmm, you know, probably questions like we'll do a segment questions from the audience, like maybe climbing the Jones mountain, maybe like, maybe like that, where you go and you have, you know, the, the, maybe like trivia questions or something like that for Brian, can you stump Brian Jones or, um, or something along those lines. Brian Keith Jones. <laughs> and or we, we could do that or or try to make Brian angry with your college football take. We could try to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Climbing Mountain Jones. Climbing Jones Mountain. Whoa, Yeah.
2: <laughs> Get all up in that thing.
1: Yeah. That's yeah, that, that, that's going to be a good name in a second. Get up all in that college football thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny because, like, I feel like our boss knows us, right? I feel like our program yes. director, Eric Spitz, he knows us. He knows us well enough to not suggest cheesy benchmark segments to us, but he still did, like, which was kind of <laughs> surprising. <laughs> So I don't know. Do you have any ideas, Brian? I mean, it's your thing. It's your segment. I have
2: no ideas, and he better attach a sponsor to it so we can get paid. Since he's forcing this <laughs> <us> upon <laughs> us. I well, I mean, we could ideas.
1: we could say no, right? I mean, it's like, yeah. like we could we could fight back if we wanted to. I mean, I the thing is, I, I feel like we could we could still fulfill all the college football talk we need without doing the the cheesy the cheesy. Right. Segment. I
2: was going to say that we do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah, whatever the pertinent things that are happening, the significant things that are occurring, we, we touch on those. So, uh, if there's something off the wall that the, the listeners want to pose, uh, we're all for that. But yeah. I don't know about a particular name. Which one? Yeah, I, I like get all up in that thing. Get up all in or anyone get here. All, No, get all up in that thing.
1: Somebody just called with Jones has the stones. Jones has the stones. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Whoa! No, I don't think yeah, I'm a hoe is going to work, Pete. No, no, no. It's no. probably we're college talking. football hoe. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no yeah, no, I'm, no, a no. I'm a college football. Hoe. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for yeah, I'm a college football hoe. Give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's promiscuity through the world of college football. I love college football.
2: All of it.
1: He loves everybody. Uh, Many, many moons ago. Oh, the many, many moons ago segment. We could do that. Like this date, this date in college football history, many, many Ah. moons ago with Brian Jones. (laughs) Well, Greg, on this day,
3: bad Brian.
1: Hmm. Any any other catchphrases, Brian Jones mm. catchphrases we could we could use? Pistachio down <laughs> no 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 pistachio down and take it. Hunk, hunker down and you know what? I that might be a good one into like a yeah. jackass in a ha- hailstorm, right?
2: Hunker down and take it. You gotta
1: hunker down and take it. So maybe that's So you like, have to
2: hunker down and take my point of view. Right. Like that would be <laughs> this is so bad, I can't
1: take it. But like that would be like the guy you're criticizing the most, right? like yeah, yeah hunker down and take this lane kiffin you know or yep. something like that oh man let's
2: let's 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 work on that one yeah <laughs> like maybe the... on to some
0: <laughs> oh, the no. fun
1: show the fun show yeah oh gosh i just don't want to do that stuff it's just like oh there's <laughs> this production and like now it's time for but... You know, because we're not creative and funny enough on our own, we
2: have to create yeah. this built-in <laughs> segment to fill time. Yeah, to manufacture something. Uh, we don't do that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I don't know. I feel like everybody knows you're kind of a college football guy, but I guess that's Abdul-Smith. <laughs> oh, no. Are you in or are you out with teams in the top four? Oh uh, No, that's already done by Oh, the show, my bad. Man. That's already done. Nerd alert. We could dust that one off.
2: What spawned this?
1: Ah Pete, ah, I think we found some. What spawned this?
2: What spawned this?
1: <laughs> that voice. That is a great. What spawned this?
2: <laughs> I'm uh, some pr- professor with a sweater vest on and the lisp. <laughs> she went.
0: What spawned this? What
2: spawned this? With, with a monocle, <laughs> legs crossed. Yeah, monocle. what spawned this, young chap? <laughs> this.
1: Yeah, like a, a bad play call. You know, that, that thats what you could do. Like the worst play call. Yeah. What spawned this? What spawned, what spawned this?
2: this? What spawned this? <laughs> Tom Herman.
1: <laughs> All right. So those hunker down and take it. What spawned this? and get all up in that thing get up wait i get
2: all up
1: get Get all up up. not get up get all up up. in that thing yeah all right all right -hmm. those are the three those are our working titles right now (laughs) those those are the ones we'll try we'll try to flesh those out we'll sit around sex (laughs) no 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 that's there's plenty of that happening in college football but we uh (laughs) it's probably not going to be our segment uh, but we'll brainstorm. We'll get together. We'll flesh those out, and we'll we'll come up with that special Brian Jones football segment. Ah! Should we do
3: it at the forties?
1: Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just can't. We would oh, we'd be compromising ourselves so much, would we not? I mean, I feel like we fight against that stuff all the time. Death. <laughs> My favorite still is what spawned this, I think. I mean, the other two are good, but what spawned this? Is. What spawned this? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for what spawned this? <laughs> featuring yes. college football expert Brian Jones. <laughs> Where Brian... You spit all over yourself. Yeah. Where Brian, Which team spit all over itself to stink? <laughs> Brian asked the, the best coaches in college football, what spawned this? <laughs> what spawned this? <laughs> then you just like call, like Nick say, like, what? What spawned what? what the hell, are you talking about, man? What spawned this? <laughs> oh, it's got potential, man. It's got potential. Feeling good. <laughs> imagine we got to pitch that because our, our boss is on vacation. So that's why i'm more comfortable doing this now than i would be if he was here to be totally yeah. honest um but when he when he comes back we got to pitch it like for real like mike but mikey b's got to do it so, oh, did you uh uh this that's uh, the impression of our boss that's the way it sounds he'll say uh, <laughs> uh did you think about that uh brian jones special brian jones uh segment <laughs> glad you asked boss put in hours and hours of time we came up with a great idea called what spawns this (laughs) (laughs) what spawns this (laughs) okay how how does that work
0: (laughs) this (laughs)
2: this
1: I'll screen the callers. Greg will intro them and then Brian will go like this <laughs>
2: And
1: then I could see his response going, You spent hours on this and this, <laughs> this is the best you could come up with. This, this is all I got. <laughs> you need a Kleenex to uh, get that spit off of you. <laughs> I feel bad for DA, man. I spit all over this microphone today. Oh. I should give him a Clorox wipe.
2: Yes, you should. Leave him one, I'll say here, DA,
1: take this. Uh, All right. Uh, Dennis Dodd talked to a bunch of college football head coaches about smoking weed. So (laughs) he, uh, it says... This ought to be interesting. (laughs) Right. Should marijuana be legalized nationwide? 52% said no of the... uh, So he he spoke to uh, one-fifth of the... 130 active coaches. I don't know why they don't just give us a number.
2: But yeah. <laughs> one- <laughs> One-fifth of the <laughs> 130 active coaches yeah. leading FBS teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, why don't you just give us a number? Why does that to be one-fifth of 130? <laughs> yeah, I, I, 20. <laughs> I mean, geez. So, anyway, 52% of the one-fifth said no, <laughs> shouldn't be legalized. 35% said yes, and 13% said no opinion which is a cop-out. I mean, come on. You have an opinion on it. Right. Uh, should college athletes still be tested and suspended for marijuana use? 74% said yes. Wow. 18 said no. Yeah. And 8 said no opinion. Uh, and then there was the explain yourselves section. <laughs> what's fun to this? <laughs> yeah, what's
2: <Yes>. what fun? <laughs>
1: uh, so... Uh, one of the Explain Yourselves, and these are all nameless, uh, faceless mm-hmm. coaches. Of course they are. Uh, said, uh, no, it should not be legalized. I think it's a gateway drug. Yeah, whatever. And I've got kids right now. In my team state, marijuana and opiates are a bad, bad killer.
2: you got to be kidding me.
1: I know. Come on. It
2: That's, is not a gateway drug. It's not a killer either. All those those prescription drugs you have in your training room, those are gateway drugs yeah gosh and, i don't know anyone that's overdosed smoking weed
1: yep and, or no one right i mean you has got a couple of guys falling asleep in their car whatever but i mean, hanging
2: out with brandon chicken yeah you don't
1: you don't see a lot of violence you don't see a lot of weed violence weed inspired violence <laughs> uh and to compare it with opiates is a totally different deal man like come oh, on man apples and oranges yeah Um, let's see. Another guy said, absolutely, they should be tested. A lot of times these things are established before you ever meet these kids. When a kid has never done it before college, usually I can correct it if it's a learned behavior. But when he's out 12 years old smoking with Uncle John and Cousin Rudy, it's (laughs) deep-rooted. If I let you do this, I'm setting you up for failure. Right now, the two organizations that say you can't smoke are the NFL and the NCAA, you're involved in one drug, and you want to be in the next one. I really believe marijuana is a gateway drug. Oh gosh. What? What is this health ancient class thinking. in 1975?
2: Right, exactly.
1: I mean, with a gateway.
2: ancient history thinking, right there. Jeez. Um,
1: <laughs> next one. Uh, I've really come to the conclusion that what is socially acceptable is so different than the rules in our game. It doesn't fit my daughter. Has told me there's more marijuana stores than McDonald's. She said.
2: In certain states. Yeah. That may be true. And McDonald's is loving it. Because they are buying up all those McNuggets. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, they they are. Well, you it's too bad we don't have a McDonald's endorsement because you just nail, you. nailed their catchphrase right there. <laughs> um <laughs> I was watching a comedy special, uh, Bill Burr, the comedian Bill Burr, and he goes you go, so McDonald's is for kids and drunk people. <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> it's, it's, very, it's like to shut your kids up and to go somewhere when you're hammered. yeah, uh, Because it's open and the stuff tastes good. Uh, uh, <laughs> here's another one. A guy's mind doesn't stop forming until he's 26. If he's smoking a lot, it can change. We have to figure out what it does to our minds. I mean, these guys are so archaic.
2: Yeah, you're stuck in a time warp. Yeah, no. one's sitting here saying you should, you should, uh, you know, force kids or, or suggest that they do this. We're just saying the it's too punitive. the 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 laws that are on the books these days, and the fact that it's changing around this country uh, as far as the, the the laws, and it's being legalized in so many other different states. That you, you got to come to grips with that, and it's not. Cut from the same cloth as some of these other drugs. Not even close.
1: Whoever said this next one, I want to meet. I want to know who this is. And it's obviously a guy. It's probably a guy I've heard of. It's one of the 130 head coaches in FBS. But he says, I think it's going to be legalized soon. I have come full circle as a man on that. We lose a lot of money. We're helping the cartels grow by not legalizing it. Boom. Boom is right. Is- there it is. There's an informed individual. Thank you. There you go. So anyway, uh, this Dennis Todd article is interesting. You can go to CBS Sports dot com. I'm kinda down on Dennis, though, because of a story you told me where he uh was kind of he was uh disparaging some of the last chance you kids and 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 I have a totally opposite take on on that. He didn't have right. any flattering things to say about some of these guys.
2: Well, and- yeah, I'm sure a lot of it that are in his his corner, and there are uh, some in yours. So, uh, Uh, The different ways to view it, I choose to view it the way you viewed it. And a lot of things these uh, young men, unfortunately, have to deal with at a very young age. And and it's not drugs. It's just these environments in which they are are reared. And it's unfortunate. And then that stuff manifests itself. And then the behavioral issues you witness later on.
1: Yeah, well, some of them is. uh, It is drugs because uh, Chauncey Rivers, I believe his name is, who went from... Georgia to the last chance you at East Mississippi. Then I believe he's at Mississippi State now. Uh, he had actually been in jail three times for weed, which is insane. For weed, yeah, I know. Three times. So, uh,
2: just so you go to jail for weed, but the opiate crisis, we, we want uh, those folks to go to rehab, right? I mean, you can uh, see the disparity in the laws, it, see how we apply them unfairly.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and weed,
2: bad thing, you're gonna go to jail it's all oh, okay, where well, folks are actually really dying from this particular drug. No, we're going to just give you rehab.
1: Coming up next, Booger McFarland joins us. We'll get another Brad Heller update. Plenty more on the docket. Don't go anywhere. Tiki and Tierney have Guns N' Roses tickets. Listen weekdays between 3 and 6 Eastern for your chance to win. Exclusively on CBS Sports Radio. Brad Heller is here with another sports update. Welcome back, Brad. What's going on? What's going on,
3: guys? Well, the Dodgers keep reaching new heights. It's now the first team in 13 years to hit 50 games over 500.
1: Here's the 3-1s. Seager lines a base hit into left field. And the hits just keep on coming. Peterson scores. Throw to the plate. So does Barnes. The Dodgers explode for five in the bottom of the eighth.
3: Charlie Steiner on the Dodgers radio network, L.A. 84 and 34 after beating the White Sox at home six to one. Meanwhile, Giancarlo, Giancarlo Stanton did it again. He homered for a 6 straight game, but the Marlins still lost the Giants nine to four. Manager Don Mattingly says Stanton is locked in.
1: I think what he's doing has been just incredible. It just seems like every night and anytime he's up there, even you know the the single to left the first time up, he's right on a lot of balls. Obviously very dangerous right now. And
3: Stan continues to lead the majors. He's got 44 home runs. Elsewhere, the Red Sox turned to triple play and then scored eight runs in the fifth inning on the way to a 10-4 win over the Cardinals at Fenway. Boston stays four and a half games ahead of the Yankees in the ALEs. The Yankees beat the Mets 5-4, to four, but Aaron Judge did strike out for the 32nd straight game. That ties Adam Dunn's Major League record for position players.
2: Hook them and- horns.
3: Hook them horns. There you go. <laughs> Adam Dunn. All right.
2: Oh, Longhorn.
3: <laughs> All right, then THC. <laughs> well, I'm never gonna live that down, am I? No. I didn't even not. think it was. I didn't even think there was any. Certainly, I wasn't trying to. Do that, but there you go. Just, anyway. just do
2: the damn update. How about that?
3: <laughs> All right. And the NL Central: the Cubs beat, lead both the Cardinals and the Brewers by game and a half. Cubs lost to the Reds two to one. Brewers topped the Pirates three to one. Tigers second baseman Ian Kinsler told reporters, "Angel Hernandez quote needs to reevaluate his career choice. I'm surprised at how bad an umpire he is." Hernandez ejected Kinsler yesterday's game against the Rangers. Texas wanted. 10-4. LeBron James took a private jet to New York yesterday for some pickup ball with Carmelo Anthony and Kevin Durant, and he flew back to Ohio where he made headlines at his charity event, referring to Donald Trump as the, quote, so-called president of the United States while addressing the violence in Charlottesville. Guys?
1: Thanks, Brad. Joining us right now, Booger McFarland, college football and NFL analyst for ESPN. Booger, good morning. Thanks for joining us. How are you?
0: Hey, man, I'm outstanding. Top of the morning, guys.
1: Yes, top of the morning to Mommy. you as well. <laughs> um, before I get into some of the, the football stuff, I, I do want to get your take. We, we open up the show talking about uh, how we wish that more people in the media didn't feel the need to... Uh, not express their opinions on some of the things that, that go on in this country, in the sports media especially. It seems like there's a lot of talk show hosts and, and sports talk people that you know, would rather skirt around the issue or talk about something else as opposed to addressing it. Uh, you, as a uh, former black athlete, someone who is, uh, has a high-profile media position now, uh, where do you stand on addressing social issues when you get that precious airtime?
0: Well, first of all, I'm, I'm I'm still black today. I'm not former black. As so uh, well,
2: <laughs> athlete. I'm sorry. I, I
0: just uh, you
2: know what I meant. You know what hey, I meant. Hey, hey, I, mean. I, mean, I, I saw him in Birmingham. He is still black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I yeah. no, I knew that. <laughs> former
0: former athlete. <laughs> former athlete. There you go. Yeah, sometimes people people take things very literally. But uh, <laughs> I think you should be able to speak on your platform. I, I mean, especially now. I mean, if you think about this guy's regardless of your political affiliation, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, or independent, uh, me, I like good people. And I think the thing that's bothering this country right now is a lot of people think that the guy that's president is just not a good person. I think that's the biggest issue. So whether you have a, a disagreement with that, whether you have a disagreement with what's going on with Colin Kaepernick? We live in America. You should be able to voice your opinion. And I think Jonesy knows me better than anybody. uh, on the phone right now i voice my opinion man i mean if there's an issue i'll voice it and I, i definitely agree with lebron with what he said i agree with kaepernick everybody's talking about kaepernick's hair and him kneeling down or sitting down but nobody's addressing the real issue and that's the fact that unarmed blacks and minorities continue to get killed at an alarming rate and nobody does nothing about it like that's the real issue and i support those guys Cool,
2: well said. Let's uh, discuss some football stuff. Uh, You're in the crosshairs of the volunteers, Tennessee volunteers again. You made a comment about Bush Jones. You didn't think he could get them over the hump, back-to-back nine and four seasons. So you see him in the same light as, say, and I'm going to reference basketball here, Doug Collins with the Chicago Bulls, Dale Harris with the Los Angeles Lakers, and Phil Jackson came in and got both of those squads over the hump. And even more recently, Mark Jackson at Golden State. Now Steve Kerr has won two titles leading that bunch. So you don't think Bush Jones is the guy to get them to a SEC conference championship?
0: Well, here's what I say. I mean, Butch Jones had, I think, his best team last year. He had 18 starters back and they still couldn't get it done. So if you're a logical-thinking guy like I know you and I are, Jonesy, I mean, what gives him any credence that he's going to do it this year? Uh He's replacing 17, 18 starters, uh, new quarterback. Those bookie and defensive ends are gone. And now Butch Jones wants us to believe that this is Tennessee's year. And, you know, sometimes as a coach, man, you you got to give Butch his credit, first of all. He came in, he basically brought Tennessee back to where they are now. Now – are the Tennessee faithful happy with where they are? Are they happy with being an 8-9 win team? Or do they want to take an opportunity or take a chance to get to 10 or 11 wins? I don't know if Butch can get you the 10 or 11 wins because in order to do that, he's got to compete and win the SEC championship. I don't know if he can do that. Butch may be a coach, and I think this year is going to be a big year. He doesn't have all those starters. What's he going to do this year? Because I think if he goes 8-4, and 7-5, and five, going to be a lot of rumblings, and I think this is a huge year for Butch Jones, not because I think his team is going to be great, but it's going to be the first time, I think, that realistically, if he doesn't post a really good record, there are going to be some serious considerations about his job.
1: Gio and Jones with Booger McFarland, who is still black. We just learned that for those who are, who are wandering across the country on uh, CBS Sports Radio. Uh, another guy who's been uh, rumored to be on the hot seat, and it's not uh, fresh news, is, is Kevin Sumlin. Do you think this is going to be his last year at Texas A&M?
0: Well, when your boss comes out and says you got to win, that tells me you better win. And first and foremost, let's define winning. To me, winning is not eight games. If you're Texas AM and you've spent $400 million on a new stadium renovation, you got a helicopter that you fly around Texas and recruit guys with, uh, you got all the bells and whistles, you got a barbershop in your locker room, then eight wins is not good enough. They're going to have to win 10 or 11 games. Kevin Sumlin, since he's been there, is underachieved. He's done a phenomenal, I mean, a phenomenal job recruiting, but th- those recruits haven't translated on the field as far as talent and wins. And so I think this is a huge year. And guys, it's
2: not me saying that. When his AD says he has a win, that's all I need to hear. Correct mundo there. Hey, uh, Auburn, Kevin Steele last year, I was he was in my crosshairs because when he was leading your LSU Tigers defense that one year, they regressed. So uh, you look at his track record, not just there, but at Clemson, also uh, at Baylor as a head coach. And so I didn't have a lot of faith in him. But that defense played lights out, only gave up about 17, 18 points per game. Do you think they can do that again with the pieces they lost, Lawson, Adams on the defensive line, and now with a quarterback who can actually hit a wide
0: receiver? Yeah, because I think uh, Jonesy this year, uh, he did something that he probably should have did at LSU. He kind of simplified things until guys got the hang of it. Well, the, the latter part of last season, when they got the hang of it, Auburn's defense played really, really well. Uh, he has a lot of returning guys back up front. He's got some depth. Uh, in the trenches, which is where you have to have it in the SEC. And more importantly, I I just think he's more comfortable now at Auburn in year two. You couple that with Jared Shitter, you couple that with that running game, I I honestly think there's really one chief competitor to Alabama in the SEC, and it's Auburn. And I just pray that the SEC West comes down to the Iron Bowl that will be played in Auburn this year. To me, that will be the best that we can hope for in the SEC.
1: Let's talk a little LSU back a couple weeks ago at SEC Media Days. Ed Orgeron made it a point to say, I'm a little bit more relaxed. I understand as a full-time head coach, I have to act a little bit differently. Uh, what do you think of that new Coach O approach, and do you think he can sustain that?
0: Well, I mean, Coach O is Coach O, man. He's a, he's a player's coach. He's fiery. He's emotional. Uh, he's going to be him. The key for him is, can he motivate? Can he recruit? Can he get this team to be their best on Saturdays? There's no doubt in my mind they have the right coordinators. When you look at Matt Canada, you look at Dave Aranda, I don't know if there's a better pair of o, uh, o, OC and DC in the country. Like, when you put them together, I, I think if, if there's a better one, that there's, there's definitely not two. And so I think if you're Coach O, you've done all you can do right now. His job is going to make sure uh, – is to make sure that his guys are ready to play every Saturday. And if he can do that, LSU, like their floor – it's probably eight, nine wins. They're stealing, depending on how Danny Etling plays. is eleven or
2: twelve wins. Oh Miss. The fallout from the hypocrite Hugh Freeze, uh, Mister Bible Belt himself, uh, not living up to everything he's tweeting out to everybody else. Uh, do you think they overcome uh, that fallout? I like this young quarterback Shay Patterson, and I think that defense is going to be much better, having dealt with all the injuries, especially on the back end, a season ago.
0: No, Jones. they're going to be terrible this year. Like, Shea Patterson will put up some points. Uh, Greg Little at left tackle is special. They got some, some freaks at wide receiver. But if you're going to tell me that this team that's going through everything they're going through right now is going to be legitimate, I'll probably, I'll probably pass on that. Like, last year, their defense was supposed to be pretty good, and it was terrible last year. So what gives you any credence to think that a year removed from that, with all the stuff going on around your coach – with all the sanctions, that now you're going to be a better team. I honestly think that the SEC West comes down to Alabama, Auburn, maybe LSU. Uh, other than that, I think the rest of the teams are just kind of playing for four, fifth, sixth, seventh place.
2: No, I'm with you on Auburn. I got Auburn in the playoffs, so I, I agree that it may come down to that, but I don't think Ole Miss will be as bad as as uh, things seem you know, right you know, now. The Ole
0: Miss is going to be terrible, man. Come on now. Don't, don't <laughs> <look like> <laughs>
2: All right, we'll, we'll have a gentleman's wager on that one. Oh,
0: hey, I, I love a steak
2: dinner. <laughs> I'm with you. Cool. Here it's it. done. I already O-G-O-3 them. my think. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're going to come out on top of this
1: one, Booger. Trust me. He never <laughs> wins these. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, oh, before you came on, we were talking about an article that Dennis Dodd wrote on CBSSports.com about, uh, he was talking to a ton of coaches about marijuana testing in, in the NCAA, and, and we always talk about the NFL and how punitive we think these uh, it is to, to be caught with marijuana in the NFL. Do you think that the NCAA should be testing in the NFL should be testing still for, for marijuana use in of uh, the both football players in both college football and pro football still?
0: Absolutely, man. Until you tell me that marijuana is legal in all 50 states and you tell me that the commissioners in the uh, NFL and the head of the NCAA say it's okay, then it's against the rules. So that's the thing that I go by. And, you know, sometimes, man, like, like we can fall into this this trap of conforming to society now and wanting to be part of this millennial generation that everybody wants to be cool and smoke weed. Whatever happened to good old morals, man? Like, good old morals. If your kid or my kid was walking down the street smoking weed, we'd almost knock the hell out of them. But now, all of a sudden, <laughs> we're asking questions on the radio Do we want to allow kids to smoke weed. Like, where are our morals at? And for me, I'd say not only no, I'd say hell no, just because I honestly think that, number one, from a moral standpoint, and number two, from an ethical and rules standpoint, it shouldn't be done. So you're asking a guy that's really anti-marijuana, anti-weed, and for all those people that said, yeah, it's good for pain management, I played football from 13 until 30. I never heard a guy say, man, I wish I could smoke some weed to get rid of this pain. The only <laughs> time I heard guys say smoke weed is when they wanted to get high. And so all of a sudden now that's changed overnight just because all of a sudden there's some new study that came out I I completely call BS on
2: that. You played for the wrong team, man. It helped us with pain on those sorry teams I played for.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because y'all was terrible. (laughs) (laughs)
2: They were.
1: So you you really think it's a morality thing, though? I mean, you have it. There's no progressive thought at all in your mind you really think it's it's something that you know is is that bad where you would you know rip it out of a kid's hand and 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 punish them uh at this point i mean you don't see any any sort of thought process that has changed in the last 20 years or so
0: how many kids you got
1: uh none right now i'm 35 none no kids
0: if if you had a 15 year old kid that was playing football would you be okay with your 15 year old kid sitting in your living room smoking weed just well, count. I mean, 15
1: seems a little young. I think when okay, guys get 17. to college in the NFL, they can make their own decisions because at that point, I think they're adults.
0: Gio, I asked you a question and you avoided it.
1: I didn't avoid know? it. I didn't avoid it. I said, no, at 15, no, but we're not talking about 15 year old I'm talking about
0: okay. college football players and NFL players. Then. Okay, 17 then. It's 17, 17 years old is what I was as a freshman at LSU. So if, if your 17-year-old son was in the middle of his freshman year at whatever, Duke, and he wanted to smoke weed because he had an ankle injury, would you be okay with it?
1: Uh, if it was going to get him suspended and not play, I would not be okay with it. But if it wasn't, then I'd be totally fine with it because I don't think it's that bad of a thing.
0: Well, j- just a difference of opinion. And, and and that's why I think this is such a hot topic around the country.
1: Yeah. Well, we appreciate your honesty. We love talking to you. Were you working out just now?
0: It sounded like you are a little out of breath. Uh, I'm not only was was I working out. I'm still working out. I'm I'm in I'm on about minute number thirty five on this bicycle right now. Oh man, look at you! Oh wow,
2: <laughs> look at there's no way to do an interview and and be able to work out. I'd fall out,
0: <laughs> putting us to shame. Well, there, I mean, there were a couple of times I thought I was going to fall out in there, but I, I managed to hold on.
2: <laughs> See, we'll, we'll smoke one for that pain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> booger hey, thanks appreciate it guys all right thank you thanks man there
2: goes uh booger McFarland
1: of ESPN, cbs sports radio look at you backing down over there man he's you know i'm the one who's got to fight the weed battle and you're usually with me on that what, what did i back down you didn't see you were like oh we smoked it because we stunk you weren't like i mean we always talk about how Weed is a better option for pain. I'm to
2: change that man's mind. Yeah, but uh, and, 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 and I'm not asking I, to I change stood, his mind. I stood up. I stood up for for what I believe in and and how I see it. I see it totally different than him. I wasn't yeah. backing down. You didn't, but you didn't say
1: anything about it. You made a joke. You were like, mm-hmm. I heard you're like, mm-hmm. and him. Oh, he oh he won that one on
2: you, boy. He just put you right to bed. I mean, you oh. hearing things? You need to go smoke one and chill the hell out. I'm telling you, you, you go back oh, you, you're,
1: and you were uh huh, and you were laughing at his take when he said that. It's
2: funny to me because I don't believe it's a moral issue that's uh, been established. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. I just think you wanted to be buddy-buddy with Booger there, and you didn't want to go against I'm already the- buddy-buddies
2: with Booger. Yeah, I, I know. disagree with Booger. He knows that, <laughs> and he knows it again. Okay.
1: All right. I'm glad he had a different opinion, though, on that because it made yeah. it a little more more interesting i just i thought that you were gonna pounce i was like we got brian jones over he's gonna pounce on booger we got something
2: why do i have to always pounce when i have you that can pounce every now and, <laughs> and <laughs> we, then you we, pounce because i've been pouncing all day man i've been pouncing too damn it yeah but i started to pounce i'm gonna pounce through this microphone <laughs> i choke you now how about that <laughs> no i don't want that i don't want to be choked. Nah. what spawns I just, it? Lost a, I just lost another steak dinner <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh it. unbelievable man unbelievable <laughs> All Just go right.
2: out, uh huh, uh huh. All uh huh's are not uh, built the same. <laughs> it's an endorsement, man. It is not an endorsement. You were endorsing. Uh-huh, like, that? Okay, I'm I'm taking all this in, uh huh. And then <laughs> you jump and say, "Well, I think opposite of you."
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I don't know. Come on. Uh, uh, now he played right next to a great one, and I, maybe I should have said this. He played right next to a great one in 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 Warren Sapp, and we you know <laughs> Sapp was smoking. Mm. Maybe that's why. Are they still friendly? I wonder. I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. Couldn't tell you.
1: They seem like nope. different people.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: a little you bit. You don't say.
2: You don't say. Right.
1: Like if Booker's got that big of a problem with weed as a morality yeah. issue, I wonder what right. like hooker haggling. I wonder where he falls on that one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably. Well, ain't nothing wrong with negotiating. <laughs> We're coming right back. Follow us on Twitter at Geo and Jones.
0: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: Today's question comes from CoolMark72, who says, Who's the bigger tool, the NFL uniform checking guy or the cashier checking IDs on people over the age of 50 who are just trying to buy beer? (laughs)
2: <laughs> mm. I like when they check my ID. Didn't
1: yeah like when
2: I was younger, but I like it now.
1: But there's but there's no way that you could be under twenty
2: one years old. Oh me. man, they think I'm under twenty one sometimes.
1: I mean I could see someone thinking you're under forty five, <laughs> under forty maybe. <laughs> I could see you I could see like somebody thinking you were thirty eight or thirty nine. Mm. But twenty? Oh, okay. Come on. Uh, that's a good question who's the bigger tool you know I kind of feel for both of those guys because what they're doing is just the job that they've been told to do the people who check the IDs they're not checking the IDs because they really think that you're underage they're checking it because they could maybe the place got fined in the in the past because they didn't check the IDs or there's a boss looking over them that'll fire them if they don't check the IDs because it's the law it really is the law. Everybody should do it, but a lot of people get a pass on it. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't call either one of those people tools. I got to be honest with you. They're
2: no, doing their job. Yes, that's it. Those are the rules, as uh, Booger said. Those are the rules, those right? Are- Have to go by the rules. Oh man, you must be crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, sign up to be an O rewards member today and start earning instantly did I read this already or no I don't think so Overwards <laughs> rewards members earn $5 back for every 150 points you earn it's fast easy and free and only at O'Reilly Auto Parts see store for details O'Reilly Auto Parts better parts better prices every day Mark also sent in another question on Twitter he said BJ what are your favorite brands of Prosecco help a listener out bruh
2: oh that's simple La Marca. La Marca. LA. Capital LA. Capital M A R C A. La Marca.
1: La Marca Prosecco. I'm looking That's it up stuff, right man. now. Oh, yeah, I know that stuff. Yeah. I've had the I've had La Marca. It's not that expensive. That's good stuff. I thought that you'd right? be drinking more expensive. it is good stuff, but I thought that you'd be drinking more expensive stuff
2: than this. well. well it's expensive enough. they mark it up. Trust me. Well, of course they do. So it, it gets to be pretty expensive, but that's good stuff. I love LaMarca. Great stuff. All right. There you go. So cool, Mark. You
1: got two questions answered today. How about that? Uh, we mentioned yesterday how Lane Kiffin had a couple of those last chance of you guys, and so apparently it was four in total that he that he brought in. Um, and I'm sure he'll he would receive criticism on it, especially – the one with um, yes. the the Florida State quarterback, who I still forget right. his name, DeAndre Johnson. DeAndre, Johnson. Yes, yes. DeAndre Johnson. Johnson. I keep wanting to say DeAndre Jordan, but I know that's the basketball player. Uh, so I'm sure he received criticism on it, but you know, a lot of these guys, and, and one of them was my favorite guy on Last Chance U Season 2, it was Tim Bonner, who was a, a Louisville defensive end and then went to East Mississippi and then went over to Florida Atlantic. That guy, just a great personality. I, I mean, interesting kid. Uh, for sure, um, definitely a little aloof, a little bit of the mm-hmm. ADD. There's no doubt about it. A little bit of a jokester, but there's uh, there's no doubt that he was a a good kid. And and um, I'm rooting for a lot of those guys. I think that's uh, and they're going to a different school next year too. By the way, they're not going to go to East Mississippi. Right, next they're year. going.
2: I think it's in Kansas. I
1: think so too. Uh, they, yeah,
2: uh, uh, Dennis was actually talking about this. I believe it's somewhere in Kansas. I think it starts with a P. Possibly?
1: I can look it so up. JC there? Yeah. Uh,
2: but, uh, yeah, everyone has been raving about uh, this uh, this this show and documentary, and, and, and you've been number one on the list in that category. But uh, we'll check it out, man, in due time.
1: So we're getting closer and closer to Mayweather McGregor. Uh, we haven't had as many headlines about it, though, recently. It seems like we had all the stuff early on, and then the press conferences, and then lately it's just been like Paulie Malignaggi has been like the only story that's been surrounding this. Do you still think that we're going to get a record number of buys on this thing, or do you think that there's really a chance that it that it, that it fizzles out and doesn't hit the mark that people expected it to? Uh, I,
2: think, I think you're going to get a record number. I think people want to see the spectacle, uh, and while they think they are, are – are, <laughs> While they think they can guarantee what the outcome's going to be, you still want to tune in just to see if you're wrong. Uh, so it, it's got two of the best at hyping things, uh, and and so you're going to watch for different reasons. And, and I think they're going to definitely uh, tune in, and, and they'll break records.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not so sure. So the Pacquiao-Mayweather generated 4.6 million papers you bought. Buys. Mm-hmm. So it would have to mm-hmm. beat that one. That That's the that's the record one right now and that was only a couple of years ago of course in in 2015 so does it do better than 4.6 million i don't i'm going to say no right now i am i'm going to say no and we're going to have steven espinoza the head of showtime sports in studio with us on friday so we will uh, we'll talk to him about how things are going and i'm sure he's going to have a total positive spin on on all of this but i also feel like the pub that they're doing for this if they if it was hitting all the marks, would Steven Espinosa be in here on Friday? You know? Does that make any – you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, is Steven Espinosa going to pop in studio with us on Friday if, they're, if they think that they're going to do the record number?
2: Uh, you think you, – will he acknowledge that they will or will not hit it? Is that the question? No, the question is if
1: you think – if if you're Steven Espinosa and you're confident you're going to break a record with pay-per-view buys, do you still do promotional stuff the the Friday, you know, a week out of the fight?
2: Yeah. And the problem I've had with it, it seems like though they they've been still trying to sell this thing with all the stuff Well, that's my up point. It's exactly partner. what I'm saying. Right. It's- so so will they continue to do that? Uh why not? I mean, the closer you get to it, the more promotion you have for it, don't you? Not, but not usually. I don't know.
1: I, I don't, it's, this Just this seems odd to me. I feel like we're going to be surprised. I, think, I, I don't think it's going to hit the mark. I'm saying it's not going to break the record. We're going to be surprised at how few buys there actually are. That's my, that's my hot take of the day on sports. How about that? <laughs> Thanks to Booger McFarland and his morals. Kembe <laughs> Matumbo and his voice. Mikey B, PDB. Brad Heller, Billy Jock alone. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Go to geoandjones.com slash audio to listen to the podcast. CBS Sports Radio.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone
1: 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here! Only at
2: T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.